Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. For those of you that are tuning in, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. We're going to talk with top earner Shiloh today on her formula, becoming a top earner. And there's so many different directions you can go when we're talking about becoming a top earner. So many different directions, so many different insights. But I'm telling you, it's so important to listen to these different voices, these different leaders, because I do these interviews on a regular basis because for me, it's like, how do I best describe it? It's like a convention on steroids. Because a convention, you get to hear from your own company and these incredible leaders. And what I'm doing is I'm taking the incredible leaders from all different companies so that you can hear these different insights and thoughts and perspectives. And even if one thing just clicks, it'll make all of the difference. So Shiloh, she has been in the industry for over a decade, for over 11 years. She is a seven-figure earner. She knows exactly what she's doing. I've had a lot of fun conversations with her. When was the first time that we chatted? I'm trying to remember. I remember, you know, just chatting a little bit on uh, on Facebook and then after that transitioned to a phone call. I mean, tell yeah. me. I was creeping. Um, I had seen Rob and I've watched a couple of your, uh, I was watching a couple of your trainings. You're connected to some of my friends. So I thought I'm just going to talk to them and reach out and say, Hey, so that's kind of how it started. I was just creeping on you and like the vibe. I liked how you spoke, but it's so funny that you, you brought that up because here's the deal. I used to not understand this concept in the beginning because we're all new and fresh and we want to be the everyone's leader. Right. But if you can get anything, it doesn't matter who it's from, as long as you get something from it, hallelujah. And as leaders, we have to learn how to totally step to the side on that because you could, I think we are just having this conversation. How many times do you say something to your team or somebody who's always asking you, you know, how can I get better? How can I do this? And you'll tell them, but then they'll call me and they'll be like, Oh my God, I just watched one of Rob's trainings and he totally said this. And it's the exact same thing you've been saying, right? It happens all the time. And here's the cool part. Let them find it. Let them get it from anywhere. As long as they get it, it is the most awesome thing in the world makes your life easier when you can let control go I think and we try to do we don't try to be controlling but I think in our nature we just want we want to help someone so much that we're like why didn't you understand it for me and I think we we get butthurt sometimes but if you can overcome that that's a challenge that I think that's that kind of the first levels of leadership is overcoming the control and letting other people take the reins and letting other people help you. And that's a really big deal. Cause I used to never ask for help and that was not helping me because I was exhausted. So, I mean, that's just part of the journey, but definitely want to bring that up because it's okay to learn from anyone and everyone. <laughs> just learn. But you actually have to truly be coachable. A lot of people say like the cliches be coachable, but I mean, think about it actually really be coachable. It's Leonardo da Vinci. John Maxwell says Leonardo da Vinci was the most talented man to ever live. Of course, you know, save Jesus Christ, but we're talking about just like Leonardo da Vinci had a different focus and he, he was everything. I mean, the guy was inventor, sculptor, painter, scientist. And John Maxwell says, because he had the ability to learn how to learn. And so that's one of the biggest keys. So I always tell everybody my secret sauce, super, 
you know, talent isn't that I'm naturally the best at anything when I begin, because I'm not. It's that I have this ability to learn how to learn. And I try to reverse engineer everything. If they did it, how can I do it? And what you just said there, I love that because I remember when I first started, I was so offended, even though I didn't tell anyone because I wanted to be tough. When one of my business partners, who was absolutely incredible, half wanted to work with him, half wanted to work with me. But the beginning when some just, there were a couple of leaders didn't want to have anything to do with me. And they only wanted to work with him. And I was so offended. And my mentor pulled me aside and just said, look, you want to become a leader of leaders. Who cares? Who cares who they utilize? And that's so many, that's tough for so many emerging leaders that aren't leaders of leaders yet, but want to be of letting go where it doesn't matter. And the same thing happened when I started coaching. I had a, a lot of people that were like, loved my style. A lot of people that just didn't like my style. And at first it was the same thing years ago of like, oh, like, but I feel like my content's better than this person's or that person's, which is not necessarily true. It's all relative to how it's, it's received and communicated. And so that took some time for me to get over. So for you, I mean, what would you give, if you're giving some top earner secrets, because you like focusing a lot on becoming a leader and teaching others to become leaders, because let's be honest, this business, just like everything in life rises and falls on leadership as much as we like to teach simplicity and I teach it, you teach it and basics and all that stuff. That's absolutely true systems. Absolutely true. But even still it's the best measure of your, your income will be your impact, which will be your leadership. So what are, what are some of the Shiloh secret sauce top earner tips? Well, it's not secret sauce. You've heard it a hundred times, but if I can get through to you today, then yeah, no, I, and I always come from a place of experience and I usually come from a place of I've made this mistake or let me share with you my, my, my experience with it because everyone gets started and we're excited and we want to be the best we can be. That is what we do here. Right. And when we talk about being coachable, that's one being humble, that's another, and watching your ego. So we can we can go into simplicity, but if, if you're the kind of person who, and exactly what you said, Rob, you're like, I'm coachable, but are you really coachable? Because when I approach you and say, are you open to some feedback? And you say, absolutely, because you don't, you think, you know what, I'm coachable, I'm ready for it, and I give it to you, and then the next day you're blasting on Facebook how, how crappy I am. And you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm not putting anyone down because you took to, it took it too personal, or maybe it wasn't what you wanted to hear, or maybe it's how I said it. Because for me, you don't like how I say it, but you'd love to hear it from Rob, or you'd love to hear it from someone else. That is the challenge that we face all the time. And that comes even now with me, I'm still getting feedback. I ask for feedback. Do I always love it? No, I don't. And do, does everyone like me? No, they don't. And here's, here's what you have to remember. It's okay to have a small crew that absolutely loves what you bring because that's your crew, okay? You're not going to please everybody. And if you can let some of that go, some of your ego go, that's going to help you very quickly fast. Again, is the control that comes into ego. But I think the biggest lesson I can give is when we talk about simplicity, it really comes from within you not trying to be the main thing mm. something i've learned and this this is hard because when you do start to build up in the ranks this is for your six and seven figure earners now so i'm talking to you maybe you're stuck or maybe you're wondering why gosh i just can't get my team to go 
I've been through these things too. And sometimes we have to really step to the side and observe what's going on. Are we the only ones talking? Are we the only ones doing the things? Are, you know, and that doesn't mean that you're not having action in your team. Are you recognizing more people? Are the small things getting recognized? Are you taking time to make sure that message, the little message and messenger goes out? It's those things like that, that really make the difference in a team. And yes, we have large teams and you can send mass campaigns. I get that. I'm saying you have to do the do and you have to also be able to step to the side way more than you think. You have to be able to listen and be vulnerable as well and share your experiences, but allow someone else to step up. And it can't always be the Shiloh show and it can't be the Rob show. And even if you're getting crazy, like, let's say you're, you're in it, you're, you're in it to win it. You're an elite, you're a top leader, whatever you call it. The one thing I can tell you that I've learned in the last three years was how to step to the side and really be okay with it. And I'm telling you, that's the difference between building a six figure team and a seven figure team, because you see those people that have all these people and where are they? They're either in the back of the room, on the side of the stage, giving hugs, supporting, clapping, cheering. They're not always the one getting rah-rah. And when you're okay with that, when you can let that go and realize that you're still as important and people will still view you as a leader, I think that's important. I think the biggest lessons I've learned is humility, dropping my ego. I still make mistakes. I'm not perfect. I have a lot, but I also have been a much more vulnerable in the last three years to four with my own team, hmm. which opened up more doors to be a better leader and to learn and grow where I had maybe not wanted to be growing in certain stages. And I've grown more in the last two years from humility from having things happen and being okay with them and allowing them to kind of pass. So I, I hope that kind of clarifies. Yeah, how does one do that? I, I'm just thinking right now, I mean, you know, I wrote, I wrote my book, The Game of Conquering, and I love how you just talked about, you know, the different fears that we have. And I, I wanna hear your perspective on it because I believe exactly what you said when, and there's so many different ways to say it, but when someone gets over themselves, when someone's okay with being disliked, it's not that you're striving to be disliked. Don't misinterpret what we're saying, right? I, I'm a recovering people pleaser, so trust me, I know you don't have to start like shaking like, oh no. I'm not saying you're purposely seeking out like you see some people do in, in politics and social media where they're purposely seeking out people that hate them. I'm not telling you to do that, but I am telling you that, yes, as Shiloh said, you gotta become okay with you. And part of being okay with you is sharing everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, and stop having that facade or perfect life. Or as I always say, if you try to be everything to everyone, you're nothing to no one. That's why it's niches riches. So how does one like give, I don't, I mean, there's so many different ways to go on this and this is a process. It's typically not, um, I love Mel Robbins, five, four, three, two, one, but this is not typically five, four, three, two, one. I'm a different person, right? It's five, four, three, two, one over and over and over again, which is what she teaches to become that. So what, I mean, what, what are some, maybe some tips, maybe some ideas, maybe some things we've heard before, but we need to remember and actually implement and do so that we can overcome these crazy fears that we have. They are crazy, but we all have them. Mm -hmm. Well, first one exercise I would tell you to do right away, because this is, I've done this for other programs or things I've done. Um, reach out to five people, five people that you respect 
if they're in your upline grade, sidelines, people you work with, people who know who you are in all different areas of your team or life and ask them, I would really appreciate some constructive feedback on my leadership and how I can improve it and my strengths. What, what are my strengths and what would you recommend me working on? And now that's a vulnerable thing. Okay. You have to be willing to accept it. First, you have to be willing to say, I am ready to grow. I'm ready to feel it. And I'm ready to hear constructive criticism. Now, obviously you're not going to go to somebody who absolutely despises you and says, what do you hate about me? I mean, that's not going to work, but go to people who you trust, but also respect their opinions. And that would know you enough to give you that kind of feedback. That would be my first exercise. You know, the second thing is you have to be self-aware in this world. And I would challenge you to focus your next week to two weeks on having conversations, but being the listener 90% of them. Meaning a lot of times in leadership, I'm going to be honest, I was always interrupting. Not because I was being rude, but oh, but you got to hear me. Like, ooh, listen to me because I have such a good, and I still like to do that when I get revved up, especially about like crazy stuff, like conspiracy theories. I'll go crazy. I'll be like, oh, no, 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 you got to listen to this. Uh, I get excited about when it comes to the leadership part and when you're really trying to build that relationship within your team or, or with someone else, just listen. And, and I think everyone needs to take a deep breath when they're in recruiting mode, when you're talking to your customers, because we've all been balls to the walls. I get it. I have fried myself multiple times in this industry. And when you're a people, people pleaser, when you want to be perfect, you will fry every time. Okay. So for the next two weeks, get your five feedbacks, get your conversations and focus on listening and then identify in each conversation, go back. And if it's in a messenger or if you were you know, talking back and forth, critique yourself. Did I listen or did I jump right back with an instant response? It's easy to do. We're trying, you know, we're doing our thing. We're building our businesses, but if you can slow down, you will have more productivity. You will have more success in listening, being vulnerable and slowing down and enjoying the small victories. Another thing that I'll kind of finish up on is I never enjoyed any of my victories in my first seven years to eight years of this industry. I was so focused on winning that every time I would do something, I'm like, now I have to do this. Oh, I got into a magazine. Oh, I'm not even going to read it. I'm going to go. I got to do better than that. I got to do better than that. I got to put more money in. I got to, I got to build my team bigger. I got to hit that, you know, special crazy promo that they throw out. I was never enjoying the victories. And it's really easy to get sucked into that because what are we doing? We're comparing it to somebody who's on stage or maybe they hit black or maybe this person did this and oh, now I'm not the big, I'm not the head kahuna. And I think, I think the big thing with that is, is knowing that when you discover you're not perfect and when you discover that you're not the best at everything, life gets easier. And when you can just say that's okay. I think it was Einstein who said, if you try to make a fish climb a tree, he's always going to be a failure. Something along that lines, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you're not, you're not going to go into something brand new. We were just talking about podcasting. I am not technical. I felt so stupid this last week because I'm like, I don't understand most of this. And I actually just had to throw in the white. I, I, I went 
white flag went up, threw in the towel. And I finally just said, I, this is out of my wheelhouse. I feel so stupid. And my friend said, it's okay. You don't have to know all this. I'm just showing you, let it go. It's okay. We can do this. And I had to just be honest about it. And, and that's another strength that takes time is admitting when you suck. And you know what? Enjoy the suck. Enjoy it. Because actually, it's kind of fun when you don't care, when you suck at something and you can go, guys, I'm just really terrible at this. Help me. And you will become more respected and relatable because nobody wants the leader that looks crazy on Facebook that's like, boom, 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 and always talking about their victories, theirs. Like, look what I did. Look what I did. Look what I did. Look what I did. And then it's like, yeah, but I don't want to be what you're doing. I don't want to do what you're doing. I don't want to be what you're being. I don't want to act like that. I want to be able to be my own self and still be successful. And for a long time, I did it all wrong. And so you can be a very highly successful person in this industry, being yourself, but finding that small group of people. It's not this massive group that's going to follow you. We're not celebrities. I mean, some people might think we are, but we're not. We're not. And we're very normal humans sitting in yoga clothes and doing the things. But you can have the success doing it the way you want to do it, following some simple guidelines, you know, to leadership and, and doing your, keeping your system simple, but really bringing people up. And, and realizing, and, and when you can take yourself out of the majority of it, it all falls into place. And that just honestly, God, and sometimes I'm going to tell you, if you want to be a six and seven figure earner, it takes experience. It doesn't happen in a day. It doesn't happen in a year. Most of the people you see on stages have been doing it seven, 10, maybe 15 years. And that's okay. If you want to go fast, then you got to make a lot of mistakes to get there. You're going to have to do triple what other people are doing. So you can get there faster. It's just experience. That's in time. And that, yeah, that's no, I, I look at that and so many thoughts come to my mind because it's so different when you've been through the process because you understand the process and you're trying to just describe it. It's almost like, you know, when we would try to describe like events, you couldn't, you can't go to a concert after and say, oh, it was so good. And they're like, tell me about it. It was just amazing. They're like, you keep using that word amazing. And we're, we're, we always try to do our best just to describe the entire process. But when I look at the vast, vast, vast majority of these top earners that I work with without even asking, and Shiloh can say if she wants to or not, most of them have exactly what she said, even not just outside of network marketing, but part of their teams where there's a couple key leaders and when we talk a couple key leaders, there's, there's, you know, the core five to 10, depending. And these are huge organizations. And then after that, there's another tier of awesome, maybe emerging leaders. And after that, there's a ton of lifers that love it and are around it. And maybe they have aspirations to do a lot more. Maybe they're happy where they're at. And then there's tons of product users. And so I'm just, I'm just telling you that, you know, I think too many people think, well, they're going to have to have like, this army of, you know, a million type leaders and that sort of thing. And they don't realize that, that most top organizations, unless they've really matured and unless it's obscene amounts of money they're making, most of them that are making a ton, not obscene, but a ton of money, don't have that many key leaders. And that's not a knock on anyone. That's a reality 
And that's to give you the vision. As I always say, good leaders have vision, great leaders give vision. I want to convey what this is because when I started, my mentor told me, and my mentor's made over $30 million in network marketing, been retired for over a decade. No one even knows who he is because he's not even on social media, so retired. And he's like, he says to me, he's like, look, my goal is to find one person like you every year. I'm like, what do you mean? I'll find a lot of people that are lifers, a lot of customers that are awesome, a lot of maybe could be leaders, a lot of people that are as talented as you, but one that actually sticks that's all in. He says, if I can just find one a year, I said, I'm great. And he said, we're in momentum. Yeah. Then we'll find maybe two, three, four, five. And it gave me such perspective because I just, I thought it was everyone and I didn't realize this whole leadership development you're talking about and not trying to be everything to everyone and trying to fit right what their needs and their goals and their aspirations are and all of that good stuff. So last question, what would be, as you're looking at this right now and just, you know, going back to the very beginning, if you, if you could start over, what, besides, right, we talked about the fear of judgment. If there's another piece of advice you could give to yourself, now that could be day one, or that could be day one after two years when you just got to restart. Cause a lot of times we restart in this business because we didn't really start or we did and we stopped. And so whether you're just starting or you've got to restart reboot, what would be that advice you wish that you could have given to yourself? If you were mentoring yourself from day one, Well, first, I want to say every level is another devil. And why I say that is because I was so focused on what the person above me was doing and how they were doing it that I was getting wrapped up in it. Like, well, they're not doing that the way I like it. And I don't want to have them on my calls because they talk this way. I got really wrapped up in being a little too judgy. It's really easy because when you're charging hard, it's easy to look at somebody making, maybe they have a larger team. And as I got every level, I realized, oh, I used to get mad at my upline for this, right? And we're all guilty of like going into judgy mode. And so it's okay. Forgive yourself. Okay. Give yourself grace. The other thing is not everyone's your best friend in this business, but that doesn't mean I'm telling you to treat people like crap. I mean, remember that be very mindful of your relationships. It's important because people are going to leave your team. That's okay. And know that it's okay. And remember that this is for them. They're not in this for you. They're in this for their family and their goals, which is okay. We support them in that. But if somebody wants to go, it's okay. Sometimes you do get hurt because you put energy into people. You put money into people. You're like, gosh, I've invested so much time with you. I think remember that not everyone's your best friend, but they are your colleagues Mm. and treat them as that, you know, respect the hustle, respect people to the side and your uplines. If I could go back, I would tell myself, Quit worrying about who's up and to the side and worry just about you. It will all work out. And I think if I could have heard that it'll all work out, I I would have been okay and trust the process, which we all hate hearing that. Oh, trust the process or everything. (laughs) Go Like it's all in God's plan. Or, you know, when somebody said it happens for a reason, we don't love those things, but it is true. Trust the darn process. It's going to happen. And as you, if you're hustling, it's going to happen fast for you. Okay. But remember there's lessons to be learned in everything. If you don't react well to something, forgive yourself, but learn from it. 
and just learn from everything that's happening in your business, within you, and know some people just want to join you for all the wrong reasons and just love on them. And when they go, they go. <laughs> and you say, hey, that was okay. And keep your relationships. Don't burn bridges. And have fun. This is so much fun, guys. When it stops being fun, that's when you have to reevaluate how you're handling it or maybe your perspective on things and take a deep breath and look at the small victories. Go back to the small victories. Go back to recognition. Go back to the things you do in the beginning of any business. And that's where you should be. And you're not always going to be in momentum. Momentum is the great deceiver. So if you are blessed to be in a company with momentum, awesome. But realize there's work outside of that and during and after. And that you have to always be consistent and what you're doing and just stay the course, stay the course and give yourself grace. That is the best advice I can give. It's a big, just mic drop. Amen. Maintaining is fatigue. Building is energy. So when you just said reassess, if you're having fun and how to make it fun and focusing on that process, I know the fear of unknown is just kills people. It just kills people. We're all planners. Even those of us that say we're not planners, we all want to know when that family vacation is or when that humanitarian trip is or when that, right? Like when for a lot of you, maybe jobs, you want to know when the weekend's coming. Like we just like to know. And I know that's hard, but there's certain things you won't know. And you just got to be okay with really, truly trusting the process because your brain doesn't have time to focus on all the could be's or could not be's or right. What may not happen or any of that. It, it just isn't going to help you as you go. So that's why I like focusing. I've been focusing more and more on mindset this year, getting back to what I love the most. I am always going to focus on skills and systems. You all know that I'm always going to focus on leadership, but I believe that everything ties back into nine to mindset because Mindset, we eat skills and systems for breakfast. Without the right mindset, you're never even going to get to the skills and systems. And so mindset helps with the skills and systems and enhances it, helps with the leadership. But Shiloh, thank you. Thank you so much. It's so fun to have you on. Finally, we've talked about this for a while, so I'm glad we finally made it happen. And I appreciate your wisdom. I appreciate your insight. I appreciate your energy. You always have such high energy and it's very, very contagious. So thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me on. It was fun and we'll have to do another one soon. We'll have to get you on one of mine. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Thank you, Shiloh. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you go smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts. And as always, please go leave a five-star raving review. And then the last thing I always want to mention to all that listen to podcasts is if you go to www.robsperry.com, I have tons of free content there to help you out to build your network marketing business.